0: 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 Live from Rwanda. This is the afternoon show with Dr. Harine Otieno.
1: Good afternoon, good afternoon. Thank you everybody, those who are already here today. That is Sunday afternoon. It is time for Africa's own education doctor and education evangelist joining you from the heart of the land of a thousand hills, Kigali. And I'm looking forward to our conversation with all our retired teachers and of course those Live of us who are yet from to retire.
0: Rwanda, this is the afternoon show with Dr. Harine Otieno on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio
1: yes it is sunday afternoon thank you very much everybody all of us already joining in today is sunday afternoon and if it is sunday afternoon on the teachers talk radio then you know you will be listening to africa's own education doctor and education evangelist joining you today, right from the heart of the land of a thousand hills. I am in Kigali and I'm excited that you're going to have a really special show talking about really special topic with really special guests, one from South Africa and the other from Rwanda. I can already see them in the house and I'll soon be inviting them to call in and take the special guest seats. But before I do that, I just want to welcome everybody on board. Remember, this is Teachers Talk Radio, so we talk one to another so that we can share insights, we can share best practices, we can reflect on what's going on with education in Africa. So thank you very much for joining us. If you're here, kindly let us know where you are tuning in from. I already see James Googie, who was our guest last week, already is in the house and is saying he is glad to participate in the show. I believe he's joining us in from Kenya. So so, if you are from uh, another country, please let me know through the text. Let me know where you're joining us from. And that is how we try out how we are going to be talking one to another. So, I'm going to, for now, um, ask my guests to call in. Uh, Mr. Lungile from uh, South Africa has already called in. And I'm going to also, i am be also inviting. Uh, Madam Goretti from Rwanda. They are already sitting in their desk. I'm just going to mute them for a short while as we allow everybody else to come in and then I'm going to unmute them. So don't worry, Mr. Lungile from South Africa and Madam Goretti from Rwanda. I have just muted you for a bit so that you allow everybody to find that special seat and to sit are comfortably ready to join into the conversation. So thank you very much, everybody. I can see the show is going to be quite engaging. We already have about six listeners online and I know more will be joining. So who else is in the house? James Ngugi is in the house from Kenya. I can see Janva from Rwanda, from Gisagara district specifically, is already in the house. And who else is in the house? Please let me know if you're in the house, especially if you're from another country. Who else has accompanied Mr. Lungile into the show? Let me know so that we can send a special shout out. To you, thank you, Theonist, a teacher from Rwanda, already in the house, and Pierre has just entered live into the live studio. Welcome, and thank you for making this happen. Thank you for linking us with your dad, Mr. Lungile, to be part of the conversation today. Everyone, it is Sunday afternoon. This is Africa's own education doctor and education evangelist, Doctor Herine, hosting our Sunday afternoon show, setting the stage for a conversation amongst us as Africa's educators and today's show is really special i'm just going to give a little bit of an overview today we will be talking about retirement the Africa's teachers retirement life and we want to unpack the bliss and the blows the ups and the downs the highs and the lows of Africa's teachers' retirement life. And why are we doing that? We're doing that so that we can learn from them. They have gone ahead of us, would like to hear what's working, what could they do differently, or what should we do differently for us to actually have a more blissful retirement life because all of us, God willing, are headed that direction. But even so, we also want to hear from them some words of wisdom. What could we still do better as we continue teaching in our different classrooms across Africa. And I just want to give a little bit of a background about this show. I mean, the last three shows, we've been actually having a series on Africa's Um, instructional practices in Africa's classrooms and we have had two three conversations on that we had a guest from Ghana who we started off with that and then we had a guest from Tanzania where we looked a little bit on issues related to teacher training and how that was impacting on Africa's teachers instructional practices especially in this era of Curriculum change, and then last week we were look. We had a conversation with James from from Kenya. But today we've taken a little bit of a deviation off the the series. We were supposed to come back and look at lesson plans, different lesson plan models from across Africa, and really ask ourselves whether our lesson plans are actually um, crafted to support learning or teaching, we've been asking this question, are we teaching for teaching or are we teaching for learning? And we'll be coming back to that conversation and perhaps our guest today might be able to share some insights on that. But today we've taken a little bit of a detour of that series to talk about, uh, to have a conversation with our teachers who are on retirement, a real honorable group, a group that needs to be, you know, honored and celebrated and there is a little bit of a background behind that and i really need to bring this to the fore so as i said i am in rwanda and i work with teachers in rwanda and we are very excited in rwanda because on 18th of november we launched the first of its kind national Teachers Appreciation Week, I must say weeks, because the appreciation campaign has been going on um, for two weeks now, and we are getting into the third week. And we had a press conference to launch the National Teachers Appreciation Campaign. And what really struck me, there were over 10 media houses who came for that press conference. What really struck me in that conversation was that many of the journalists kept insisting, if you're going to appreciate the teachers what in particular are you going to do to appreciate retired teachers that question kept coming over and over again and so it really amplified the fact that members of the public in this case the journalists were really keen to see that any effort towards appreciating teachers actually considers retired teachers not just the current teachers and we had a bit of a conversation about that and i'm really excited because what we're doing as a national appreciation campaign part of the idea or the ideas that we're implementing is an offshoot of conversations we've had on this show when we were looking at what are our governments doing to um to celebrate teachers, and at that time we're looking at the the, the celebration, the international celebration of teachers on October 5th, and one of the things we said in that show, again we had a guest teacher from South Africa, we said that perhaps we should not just let the appreciation of teachers to the government, that we should build a culture, we should foster a culture amongst the members of the public and look for opportunity to celebrate our teachers, not just the government, but members of the public. And so I'm really excited that we are implementing that in Rwanda currently, and we are mobilizing members of the public to join into the conversation, corporate leaders, and it's really been picking up but even more exciting, and this connects to today's show, and then I'm going to invite our guests to introduce themselves. Even more exciting is that the teachers that we work with in Rwanda this weekend, took time to visit retired teachers in their community. They contributed their own resources, and they organized themselves in different locations across Rwanda, And since yesterday, they have been visiting retired teachers in their communities. And that has been so inspiring. Looking at the photos of fellow teachers carrying bags of rice and bags of oil or envelopes and going to see A retired teacher in the community and sitting down and having a conversation and a meal together in some cases man that has been inspiring and i'm really glad that today therefore we are then going to listen to some of our two of our retired teachers one from south africa speak to us about teacher retirement the life of retirement life What are the bliss, what are the things that are working and what are the things that could be better? So on that note, please allow me to um, unmute my speakers and ask them to introduce themselves. So since I'm speaking from Rwanda, I'm going to travel down South Africa and then come back to Rwanda. So I'm going to ask Mr. Lungile from South Africa. Sir, please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself
2: over to you what, okay thank you very much ma'am uh, my name is lungi lewatele um, i started teaching in 1991 in the then uh, trans then uh, i thought from a secondary school called in a secondary school i taught nine years at that school then i went, moved to the post of principalship mm-hmm. in a primary school called Mm -hmm. Then I was also invited to lead an ABET center Mm -hmm. as a supervisor whilst I Mm -hmm. was a principal. And then politics came, then I left that. But all all I wanna say is um, I've been around in teaching and uh, have seen a bit and heard a bit and learned a lot. That's all I can say so far.
1: Thank you. Thank you. We are looking forward to listen more to the beats that you have seen and heard. And more importantly, the ones, the lot, the a lot that you have learned. So, um, thank you very much. And quite something, you know, you taught your principal, and there's even more accolades to you winning awards at different levels and connecting uh, with the community. We'll be coming back to that. Thank you very, very much. So we're going to travel back down to Kigali, and you're going to ask Madam Goretti to introduce herself. Madam Goretti, over to you.
3: Thank you, madam. I'm called Marie Goretti and I've been a teacher since 1980. Wow. That means 41 years as a classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. So as I talk, I have a lot of experience. As we talk in literature, we talk about horses with experience. Mm-hmm. I'm a horse with experience. So... <laughs> Great. Yes. And now I am retired, Mm -hmm. but uh, I'm still useful. Of course. Yes.
1: Thank you very much, Goretti. Indeed, you're still useful, and that's why you are here. And we can't wait to draw from your pot of experience, as you have said. And you're right, you know, you're retired, but you're still useful. And, and that's true. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm just reading a quote here that I got online that says, You may retire from your job, but you retire from your job, but never retire your mind so yes you may not be going to school after 41 years 1980 i mean you would have been my teacher in primary school so really great honor back to you and of course back to mr lungile so yes indeed both of you are retired from your job but you have never retired you have not retired your mind and so indeed you're still very useful and for those of us who are just joining in this show is about uh, we are talking to two teachers, retired teachers, one from South Africa and one from Rwanda. And the basis for this conversation is just to draw wisdom from them. And I can see, please note, this is Teachers Talk Radio. So keep the conversation going. You can text your thoughts and your reflections through chat we have of course a twitter handle of teachers talk radio you can keep the conversation going on that end and you can always tag me if you go that direction on dr Otieno m so let's keep the conversation going and indeed i can see people are really expectant i can see mr musho who is a teacher in rwanda He's saying it's very interesting and uh, he expects, uh, I mean, he expects, I mean, he's, he's very interested in the discussion that we are having with retired teachers. And um, he actually says that through this conversation, he wants to glean, he believes he'll be able to get ideas on how he will be able to survive during his retirement period. Because he is still a teacher, but he wants to build his tomorrow Today, So, yes, that's so let's get ready to learn from our retired teachers and uh, to I mean two of them in the house today. I just want to read a text, a chat that I got from um, um, Twitter so that uh, through that I could ask uh, both our speakers to tell us what really constitutes retired life. What do you do as a retired teacher? But before we do that, let me just read a text here that was, um, it was a Twitter chat by somebody called McKenna. And I think I picked this out yesterday. And this is what she said. She said, my mom is headed into her 60 and has spent most of her life working. I would like her, I would like to help her diversify her life, finding hobbies, but not body intense stuff and helping her make more friends. What are you, those of you in your 50s or 60s, uh, or your parents doing that is not work or church related? So that was a random tweet that I came across. Um, on Twitter. So I think I just want to use that as an opening for a conversation to get a sense of what does it mean to retire? Uh, What does life look like? What do you do with yourself? Mr. Lungile, if I come back to you, what does retirement life look like? You don't wake up early in the morning to go to school thinking about homework or timetables or school bells. So what do you do? Thank
2: you very Uh, very much, ma'am. I think, firstly, I, I didn't break the ice well. Mm-hmm. Let me welcome and appreciate the opportunity that, that you are affording us. Yeah, I didn't say that. First of all, the first thing that you experience is the boredom mm-hmm. that you have from the sudden change of lifestyle, mm-hmm. from active to inactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get you get surprised, you get bored. What am I gonna do when I wake up? That's on the negative side. Mm-hmm. Yes, and also you you have a feeling that you have lost an integral part of yourself. Mm-hmm. See that 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 of facilitating the growth of learners, standing mm-hmm. in front of the learners, making an input. Yes. On the on the positive side. Mm-hmm. You, you, you actually enjoy the comfort
1: mm-hmm.
2: of waking up at your own time, mm-hmm. the comfort of um, helping your grandchildren mm-hmm. with their homeworks, and even driving yes. them to school, mm-hmm. and so on. But yeah. um, what I would advise is uh, people must foresee retirement mm-hmm. whilst they are, they are, are teaching. And, and, and actually uh, plan activities that, are, that are, uh, they are going to embark on so that they, mm-hmm. they, 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 they actually uh, overcome the boredom that some, some of us are experiencing. The other things that comes into mind is uh, the guilt that, that comes to you when you hear uh, educational matters going wrong.
4: Mm-hmm. Especially if
2: you used to have influence. You see, mm-hmm. when you see a ship running astray and without saying, try this, try that, then it becomes a a, a, a problem. You spend sleepless nights coming with a solution that no one will ever entertain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I think those are those are a few highlights. Thank you very much, man. Thank you, Mr. Lungile. You've started off the conversation on a very high note. I was just looking through some research papers that has been done on retirement and especially uh, retirement of teachers. And you've just hit the nail right on the head in terms of some of the blissful aspect of it. um, You know, waking up late or being able to spend more time with people you love, uh, one love potentially uh for example once grandchildren and all that but you've also talked about gone straight to the point of some of the concerns I was uh, as you say issues related to identity and 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 I was I was looking at a research paper that was talking about you know uh, when you retire um there's a some there's a possibility there's a chance that one might feel their identity That like they are robbed of their identity. That they used to, especially if one used to draw his or her identity from their work, and now if that is taken away, as you're saying, it might come with boredom. And if the boredom is not handled well, and I think that's why this this lady who was tweeting was saying, "What can I get my mother doing at?" 60 that is not work or maybe just church so i think there's something there that we need to dig into and then you've gone straight into the solution plan plan and we'll come back to that but before uh we dig deep into that i want to hand over the mic to madam goretti um so this lady is asking about their mother and what she could get her mother doing um what would be your words of wisdom from your own experience um Yes, over to you, Madam i mm. Um, sorry, I hope I didn't mute you. Um, mm. sorry. Yes, I think I muted you. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Thank you very much, Madam. Yes. Now my my advice to that lady mm-hmm. is to always remember that once a teacher, always a teacher. <laughs> whether yes. you are still working or whether you have retired. Yes, you still have the skills mm-hmm. as a teacher, mm-hmm. so she has retired from the social conditions she was used to of staying with the students. Mm-hmm. But she can go to the social community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and establish some organizations where she can give her experience to the people in her area. Mm-hmm. I don't know you understand what i mean because we people who have retired i told you we are horses with experience Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. have knowledge which our people need our community Mm needs so she can make organizations and uh, establish things like uh, guidance and counseling Mm -hmm. to the to the families in the in the in the the villages And she can help people because we teachers we are people for the people mm-hmm. so uh, she can begin such organizations instead of sitting idle mm-hmm. 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 that is one advice i can give her
1: thank you thank you very much you know i am smiling all the way because my mother is a retired teacher um she retired perhaps officially five years ago but Before she retired, she had started a small school for children. And so out of her retirement, she went right into um, running this school, which is more like a community program because ultimately it's it's not even, uh, I would say, giving her any much resource. But the interesting thing that I always smile at is that when I call her, uh, uh during school holidays if you call her and she'll say something like oh i'm feeling really tired uh my body you know i'm really feeling quite tired today i'm i'm not that well and then you go something like uh are you unwell is something i mean have you do you need to see a doctor and she'll say no it's just because to you know i've not gone to school for a number of days so no. um it's very very interesting that as you say that Once a teacher, always a teacher. And you talked about teachers being a people person. So looking for opportunity to still connect with the community is one of the ways of um, perhaps being able to spend one's retirement. Though somebody might argue, I think what she was trying to, to say in this particular post for this particular lady was that, Perhaps she was imagining that, you know, if a mother gets in, involved in things like guidance and counselling or community, uh, I mean, some of these other things, she's feeling like that still work. I will, um, I'm looking for my mother to be involved in fun activities. So the question is, as Africa's teachers, do how uh, what opportunities exist for us to engage into fulfilling activities that are not necessarily uh, work-like? And what are some of those, how how might those fulfilling activities look like? And I'd like, first of all, to go to Mr. Lungile, because perhaps it it pans out quite differently for male teachers compared to female teachers. So, Mr. Lungile, what are some of the things that um, one, retired teachers engage in to beat this boredom and to... to to actually have fun and rest as is perhaps expected of them during their retirement time.
2: All right. Thank you very much, Madam. I I think it's very important for the retired teachers to embark on what the community is embarking on, like the the Honourable Lady said. Mm -hmm. Go Mm -hmm. to community meetings Mm-hmm. Be elected as a chairperson or a secretary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you are using your skills. You are guiding the people on how to handle their meetings. Yes. If you are part of, part of a society, yes. assist in mm-hmm. that society as well. Take mm-hmm. minutes or do this or do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, in, 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 in the church, mm-hmm. one can also take a, a part in the church activities. Mm-hmm. Especially those programs that are for 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 for, for kids, Sunday mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. and so on and so on. One can take part there. You mm-hmm. Can also one can also um, embark on assisting with homeworks, especially mm-hmm. in the field where one was uh, a specialist.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you were a, you were a math teacher, you can actually assist um, in 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 learners with, with their mathematics at their mm-hmm. own school. If you're a coach. You can also mm-hmm. go to the playground, take part there. Mm-hmm. I think those are those those are different ways of uh, um, fighting against the boredom. Yes, one can also yes. one can also write articles, mm-hmm. uh, educational articles, um, talk to newspapers, and then those are things that I'm also thinking of starting on. Great, uh,
1: at that's, that's all that comes to mind right now. Great, we are taking notes, we are taking notes. And I hope my teachers are, I mean, all the other teachers who are listening live are taking notes. And indeed, our text box is really busy today. And so I just want to, before I come back to Garetti and, and and echo some of the things you've said, Mr. Lugila. I just want to um, amplify the fact that people are really listening. And I just want, I'm looking at James. James here says, you know, usually in Kenya, uh, days are set aside for congregants, congregants, People go to church to gift and celebrate serving and retired members of the clergy how i wish the same tradition can be extended to teachers who spent most of their productive years of their lives making the best of other people's lives so that's just a reflection that perhaps as a society we need to step up and be more visible in terms of uh, honoring our teachers and i'll come back to madame goretti because i know recently she i mean perhaps more than once, she has been able to be uh, befitted by some of our older students. And then, um, but then there's, uh, Patrice says, um, he's, he's listening in from Rwanda and he's saying, they have just come from visiting some retired teachers in their community. As I said, uh, the teacher community that we work with in Rwanda this weekend, they have been visiting fellow retired teachers. And so Patrice is reporting and saying the teacher was very happy And the teacher congratulated the activity because um, it it helped to remind the teacher that the work they did was still being remembered. and, and, And it was something that people valued. So, but Patrice says that as he did that, as they joined in visiting other teachers, it actually made him think about his future as a retired teacher so there is value in sitting to talk to retired teachers one to continue celebrating them and actually reminding them that yes indeed we are because of you i mean in our campaign we have been using uh, the hashtag teachers makers because indeed we are all products of teachers but as he's saying as a fellow teacher just engaging with fellow retired teachers, is an opportunity to draw wisdom from them. And as we are hearing today, and as we've been told, they are horses of experience, be able to see the future and work towards it. So really, really interesting. And um, and somebody says here, much respect to you, Guru- uh, Madam Goretti, retired but still useful. Yes, indeed. We retire from work, but we do not retire our mind i'll come back to some of the other comments that have been made so we i mean from both of us what we are saying is the community the community how we engage with the fellow members of the community will find will give us an opportunity to continue serving continue using the skills and the knowledge that we've gleaned over time as teachers and keep our minds active so that our minds do not retire and and that is part of the avenue through which we can address some of the challenges that come with um with with retirement so really great insights there your church your community, activities such as guidance and counselling, opportunity perhaps to write and share your insights on certain things. As Mr. Lungile was saying, sometimes you may get agitated looking at the direction education is going. And instead of just feeling helpless, find platforms for engaging and sharing your insights. And of course, a number of other things, uh, chairpersons and all that. I just want to read something to take this to the next level. I was I was reading a research paper, and it 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 actually outlined that the challenges that the retired teachers might face are uh, could be could be put into three different uh, three. I mean, could be psychological, physical, and financial. But there is a statement that was uh, captured in that research paper that says. Um, First of all, um, it was saying, according to the research findings, um, the, the, the nature of life that retiree lives is linked to how well they planned and invested for their future. And, and I just want to give a little bit of context here. Part of what this research was saying in terms of psychological challenges, was saying that sometimes retire, retirees um, are presented with greater depression, loneliness lower life satisfaction and happiness relative to other workers and then there was a lot more on issues of finance and issues of physical uh, challenges that people might might face so i would like um us to jump into uh, this conversation about planning and investing for your future that would to ensure that you enjoy your retirement what's your thought about that and from your own example observations with your fellow retired colleagues? What would you say about planning and investing? What does that look like in Africa? What might that look like? So I'll start with Madam Goretti. Madam Goretti, I think you are not muted, I believe. Are you?
3: Thank you very much, Madam. Hello. Yes. Now, psychologically, mm-hmm. a, somebody who has been a good teacher, mm-hmm. you know how to deal with your psychological problems. Mm-hmm. Physically, mm-hmm. again, you will know how to deal with your, your health. Mm-hmm. For example, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you have been uh, for a, a teacher and mm-hmm. now you, that you are retired, You don't have Mm -hmm. to come and lie idle Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Diseases can develop. Yes. So what you do, you get yourself occupied. Mm -hmm. And and me, I have started because right now, I have started training some children at my church who Mm -hmm. are preparing to to get their first sacraments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I train those the students who need them mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so I don't mm-hmm. keep myself idle mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wouldn't uh, you know advise other returnees to sit mm-hmm. idle at mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. 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 you would be poisoning. segment I'm not saying, Madam, correct you're retiring. we should keep continue working okay I don't know. Are you getting it? Yes, me? now you're clear. Mm. So, have you, have you had my, my uh, reaction? Yes,
1: yes. About um, So, you could just go back to the part of poisoning. I think I lost that a little.
3: I see. I said, mm-hmm. if you accept your, you, you, you allow yourself to sit idle every day, you mm-hmm. are poisoning yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You try to keep yourself in, in, in you know, to keep working. And I told Mm -hmm. you an example that now I am training children at my church Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. are preparing to get their first sacraments. Yes. So I go and train those. Mm -hmm. And I write articles. I write Mm -hmm. comments Mm -hmm. on uh, uh, literature books. And I give children who want. Mm -hmm. So you can see I'm very busy. You are. You are very busy. You are definitely As if that's not enough. Yes, As yes. if that, that's, that's not enough, my dear. Yes. You know, we elderly people, mm-hmm. we have knowledge, mm-hmm. we have information in us which young people don't have. Yes, true, true. So now that you have retired, we have mm-hmm. time to be involved with the, in the communal activities. Mm-hmm. Like bridal showers, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go and cancel those girls and those mm-hmm. young women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that the, the the rwandan families can mm-hmm. have strength mm-hmm. but when we were still at work we did not have mm-hmm. time to be with the local people in the in the villages uh-huh. mm-hmm. mm. that's so what there's... i'm doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. thank you madame goretti i really like what you say you can <laughs> see i am very busy so when you close your eyes and think about retirement, don't think about you know um, you will just be idling around and perhaps you know I guess she's more in charge of her time. She I mean she 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 knows she has to you know she's more in control of her time. But what she has just presented, uh, you can. Uh, is a true sense of she is busy on things that she feels connected to, working with the students, the children in church, uh, making comments on literature content, uh, connecting with the uh, the younger women in, in society and adding value to them so that the families remain strong. So you can see she is, Madame Goretti as a retired teacher is busy, mm-hmm. but she doing, she's doing things that are very close to her heart. So all of us as we as we think about our retirement please please if for, for one time you thought oh retirement is about waking up at 11 and just sitting around and looking up at the sun until the sun sets That's not it, because as Madame says, if that happens, uh, we'll be able to, um, I mean, we'll actually be poisoning our bodies. So that's Madame Goretti as a lady. Mr. Lungile, how does it pan out for men? What do men do when they are retired from your observation? Is it the same story or different?
2: All right. Thank you very much, Mm -hmm. ma'am. You mentioned three aspects here. You mentioned uh, the psychological aspect. The financial. physical aspect and, and, and the financial one, yeah. So psychologically, one has to prepare oneself. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Tell yourself that uh, retirement is coming so that when it comes, it doesn't seem as though it came abruptly. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, um, uh, like the Honorable Lady mentioned, then have in mind the programs mm-hmm. that you will undertake when the retirement comes. Mm-hmm. Then you, you then are not going to have a, a, a depression as to what am I going to wake up and do uh, when mm-hmm. the day comes. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is psychological. And physically, mm-hmm. uh, like the doctors used to advise, one must exercise, whether on a small or a large scale. But one must exercise, mm-hmm. prepare one's body. One must eat well. One must not indulge on, 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 on liquor and other things, you see. And then when you go financially, uh, mm-hmm. financially one, one 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 must not embark on huge projects
4: like mm-hmm.
2: building your house, renovating your house, and so on, or taking mm-hmm. a child to university. You might mm-hmm. pay for final uh, uh, fees, but by retirement, many of your kids must have uh, finished schooling so that you you', you, 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 you mm-hmm. not start uh, you, you don't start your, uh, taking your money and taking your children for education mm-hmm. just uh, uh, prepare that money to to to, to sustain you mm-hmm. out to your last day. and mm-hmm. and also invest some of invest some of the money in in the investment companies or mutual metropolitan and so on and so on I think
1: those are, those are some of the advice I would give. Uh, Interesting. I, I think what's what's coming out very clearly is that um, this life after retirement, and actually we must ensure there is life after retirement, and potentially that life after retirement is the the genesis of it begins, or rather, it begins while we are still um, in. We are still teaching because I believe Madame Goretti would not be appearing in church to teach the students in church uh, if the members of that church community did not know her for the last 10 or 15 years when she was still a teacher. So there's a sense of connection with the community that we build outside the school compound that potentially provides us with opportunity for life after retirement, identifying things that we feel connected to quite early and finding ways strategically and authentically to connect to those uh, the context or those aspects of society. And then during retirement, one can now step in in a more visible, in a more engaged way. So I think I think part of the message that I'm getting is as a teacher or somebody who is still working, if my life only uh, starts from starts and ends within my office then I'm likely to have trouble during my retirement age because I will be like a lost ship during my retirement age so that is coming out quite uh, clearly that there's life after retirement but that life the genesis of that there's a way you begin building it while you are still a teacher connecting to different people within the community you might not give so much while you're still a teacher but there should be that sense that you're an authentic member of the society but also as you have said there are opportunities for us as members i mean as retired teachers and we need to look for those opportunities and grab them. I can just see that, uh, for example, James is saying that retired teachers in Kenya are usually nominated to serve in schools board of management. So what in Kenya they call BOM, and they usually bring on board their wealth of experience and professional wisdom. School BOMs that are headed by retired teachers tend to be more focused as teachers always yearn for success. And therefore, he concludes by saying retired teachers can be very useful to society. So just making us understand that what we are doing today does does not necessarily have to end today. And the lessons that we learn, we should be ready to use them uh, when we are looking back and holding positions such as being members of boards of management. So really, really important. And Mr. Lungile talks about the issues of physical health and it talks about things like exercising because i was reading this research paper and it was talking about some of the physical uh, challenges that um retired persons might face because of course the body is aging and if the body is aging we have to even be more we must we must even take care of the the body more though again we must start early so i was looking at what the research paper was saying things like you know bone challenges for ladies sometimes and "Quote unquote, heart challenges," um, so said that particular research paper for men, and uh, um, and there was a bit of a conversation why that's the case for the ladies and why that's the case for the men, and but what we are saying is exercise is important, and again, it might be very difficult for us to start exercising when we are retired, if we do not start it right now when we are still teachers, so some of these things we have to build them now because we know they're going to take us, we're, I mean, they're part of what you're going to draw on even more. So really, really interesting. I know you touch on finances and you talked about investment. You know, you, you said, well, hopefully by the time you're retiring, you're not having children to take to school. Unfortunately, some people are caught up in that. I was reading a research paper that was talking about, you know, some, some teachers were retired at the point when their their children were still going to university. And so they spent most of their pension money educating their children. But there's something more important that you talked about that you may try to invest. The question is, do you think as teachers, we are deliberately uh, equipping our skills with the knowledge about investment? and what has been your observations about teachers leaving school and trying to invest or trying to start a business how successful have they been greaty have you made any observation as a, as, a, as as a lady teacher looking at issues of investment or teachers stepping out and trying to you know start some small business to keep them going what has been your observation and what can we do
3: thank to make me. that work thank you very much madam Well, I've been observing that in the past years, people Mm -hmm. who have retired before me, Mm -hmm. and they have started some business. Mm -hmm. Some, of course, are flourishing, others, you know, did not go well. But Mm -hmm. my observation and my feeling about financial area Mm -hmm. is that, you know, when you have been a teacher, you don't Mm -hmm. have to have learned economics. Mm -hmm. You You know it. Mm-hmm. Because of your area as a teacher. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, my dear, mm-hmm. money has never been enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The more never. money you have, the more money you need. Mm-hmm. So we can begin mm-hmm. with small projects and mm-hmm. make sure they, uh, they flourish. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yes. For example, when you retire, you are not stressed by the the, 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 the timetable at school. Mm-hmm. You can look after your animals, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yes. You can look after your animals. Then you can sell some of them and begin mm-hmm. a project, begin mm-hmm. a, a small boutique, a small shop, mm-hmm. and you continue Slowly, slowly, you, de- you develop. But you, mm-hmm. I don't advertise people to sit at home mm-hmm. and eat lunch and supper without having worked. <laughs> I don't support that.
1: Even in retirement, I am eating yes. the fruits of my labor. I just need to wake up, yes. eat the fruits of my labor and go back to sleep. You're saying no, that you do not
3: mm. agree with. Mm. And the thing you're saying about to retiring where you have no children take to school. Mm-hmm. Madam, we, we, our grandchildren, mm-hmm. they need us because you mm-hmm. have to instill into them The Mm -hmm. cultural values. Mm -hmm. So we need to be there for them during our retirement. Mm -hmm. Because these values will make them very good future Mm guandanies who have the qualities of their guandanese we need for them for the Gwandan country. Yes. So these children, they need us. We need to Mm -hmm. be there. Mm -hmm. So whether I have no children, biological children that I'm paying school fees for. I mm-hmm. have children. I can mm-hmm. teach the values mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. culture.
1: Yes. Mm. Yes. And I I yes. do that. Indeed, mm. indeed, indeed. No, that yes. that's really inspiring. Indeed, you said once a teacher, always a teacher, and uh, yes. of course in the African culture. Um, Family is, we don't talk nuclear family, we talk extended family. We talk, you know, the children and the children, my children's, your children's children, your sister's children, and getting the opportunity to add value to those people uh, is part of, I believe, what keeps. The teacher's going. It's, it's a noble opportunity to pass on the values, to inculcate uh, the values in our youngsters. But I really I really like going back. Let's go back to this part of investment. And you are talking about, you know, don't just eat and sleep. Do something. Get yourself doing something. You, you are no longer stressed by timetables, but get yourself, do something. The question is, shh should governments be thinking about what should governments be doing to prepare teachers for retirement let's 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 swing this a little bit away from the teacher what should governments be doing to prepare teachers better for retirement mr lungila what i know you are a gov an education advisor uh you speak to retired colleagues um and i know you also said sometimes you look at things what things i mean things going on and you're thinking you know the ship might be in the wrong direction so let's imagine you're having a conversation with your government and you're thinking about your retirement life the experiences you've had with your fellow uh uh, retired teachers what could we do to prepare teachers better for retirement
2: all right thank you very much ma'am let me start by saying when i started teaching Mm -hmm. uh Retirement, the planning for retirement, the deduction from the salary was not Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. It only started six years down the line after Mm -hmm. I started. It then became compulsory that Mm -hmm. uh, there must be a deduction so much percentage and then the government contributes so much percentage, but it wasn't there as a compulsory Mm -hmm. item. So what you're saying now reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. And what is, what is clear is that uh, a retired teachers should become the responsibility of the government. Mm-hmm. They are they, the former employees of the government. Mm-hmm. So the government could have what you are saying, that they, 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 they could actually have a, a way of assisting retired teachers, whether it is by, by, by way of saying this is how we, we think you should, you should go about spending your money because you, you 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 are like this you've got so many kids and so on and so on but the the, the, the government should extend their mm-hmm. hand into into, mm-hmm. into 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 assisting like you are saying i believe that mm-hmm. that should be uh, considered by the government
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. thank you so so yeah very interesting and i think uh, so one of the things you're talking about is a pension fund and the fact that yes um, Having a pension fund is helpful, where teachers contribute in, uh, I mean, to their uh, to the fund to their retirement, and of course, governments also contribute to that. I will be coming back to have a conversation on that because I think I've seen some very uh, of of late. Uh, I, I mean, some time back, I saw some 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 text and 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 pension uh, fund. Um, circulating somewhere i think this in this case was zimbabwe but i'll come back to that but before we get to that i think this is a point where we take an advertisement break and then we'll come back and dig a little bit on these issues of finance because i think it's one of the most um stressful aspects if not well managed uh, when when we retire as teachers but let's first of all listen to this advertisement and then we'll be back to jump into that part of the conversation
0: need support with your phonics teaching did you know Oxford University Press now has three DfE-validated programs to help you? Read Write Inc. Phonics, Floppy's Phonics, and the brand new Essential Letters and Sounds. Essential Letters and Sounds will get all your children reading well, quickly, using phonics books you may already have in your classroom. Developed by the Knowledge Schools Trust English Hub, it's affordable, easy to use, and makes teaching phonics with letters and sounds more effective. Whatever your school's phonics needs, Oxford has the solution. To find out more and receive support from your expert local educational consultant, visit OxfordPrimary.com forward slash phonics.
1: Thank you. So let's go back a little bit to the government. And um, as Mr. Lungile was saying, um, the, the retired teachers should be the responsibility of the government and the governments may argue that part of the way, I mean, part of what they're doing with that is issues related to pension fund. But I wonder, um, I mean, I was looking at some text that was going around, in this case in Zimbabwe. We know that Zimbabwe has gone through very unique challenges with their economic situation and everything. But one of the things that caught my attention was when a teacher shared um, their pension money. And what happened is that, because of inflation and all these other things after so many years of teaching the pension money was so little if i remember i if i was to pull that up perhaps it was less than a hundred dollars i mean it was really really little so the question that then comes forth is as teachers should we lie comfortable imagining that because we are contributing to our pension fund, everything will be okay financially? Or should we be thinking differently? Madam Goretti, what's your advice on that?
3: Thank you very much, madam. I think I
1: muted you, sorry. Go ahead.
3: From from the discussion from that gentleman, Mm -hmm. I think I should first clap hands for my government.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Because, here in Rwanda, mm-hmm. we have this bank we call Ngarimusako,
2: mm-hmm.
3: where we put money every month, and when you retire,
2: mm-hmm. that
3: money can help you.
2: Mm-hmm. We also
3: have RSSB, mm-hmm. and the, there you can get your money and you mm-hmm. begin a business. So mm-hmm. at least our government has cared for that. Mm-hmm. Perhaps what they can add on mm-hmm. is to put institutions, in the country, mm-hmm. that can employ retired mm-hmm. teachers, mm-hmm. most especially on social grounds. Mm-hmm. It's uh, to teach the the history of the country mm-hmm. of Africa, mm-hmm. uh, to train our children, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. But uh, mm-hmm. on the other hand, financially, mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. government has tried. Mm-hmm. You have heard but, of the Marimusako and the RSSBS. yes. Yes, I have, yes. I have. So when we get our money, we can begin a business. Yes, but the question is, Madam
1: After Goretti, do you yes, think there's something the we could do better prepare you because what what it sounds like is that potentially what um, as much as you are putting our money in Sako, and that's really good and we have our pension money with rsb but what you seem to be suggesting is that when we get that money we cannot just sit and eat it and eat it and eat it we must use it to do something for example do business so the question is should there therefore be some training sessions on perhaps uh ideas uh about business or entrepreneurial tips because yes as a teacher teachers are very prudent in the way they spend um money um i always look back at my mother being a teacher and i i I keep wondering how did she do all that she did she she educated us and all those things her her salary was i don't know a hundredth of what i am I'm, I'm getting, but they were, they, 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 there's a center they have quite some wisdom in handling resources. But now when they finish, you're saying now it's a different ballgame. They need to do business. Now, should therefore, I mean, what then, how can we better prepare teachers for, you know, running some of these businesses? Because I guess it's not just an easy thing that you step out and do it.
3: Uh, well, uh, it is not easy, mm-hmm. but uh, what perhaps what the government can add on is to mm-hmm. p- put in place projects mm-hmm. which can absorb retired teachers mm-hmm. and they join them <laughs> and to become you know, the project for the, the retired teachers. That's my suggestion. I don't know yes, how forward it is.
1: You know, you know. There's always this backlash uh, in some African countries, and I want to push it back to Mr. Lungile. Some uh, those, I mean, I know in Kenya, for example, at some point they they um, they did what they they increased their retirement age from 55 to 60, so they had an additional five years. Uh, and it was not just for teachers; I think it was for other other civil servants too. And then, um, as you have said, uh, as we have all said, if you look around, sometimes you see that. Um, boards and all that there there's there's a tendency to try and put some of the retired people but then on the other side you remember that africa has such a young generation um there's quite a big population of young people and so sometimes between the lines you start hearing some disquiet amongst the young people when they see quite let's say projects let's say projects are created where retirees are are perhaps given opportunity and on the other hand they're saying well we young people are here trying to get jobs how will we get jobs if all the jobs or a good part of the jobs are still being perhaps put aside for the younger people so there's that there's that tension about you know you need to exit so that we get space so mr lungile how do we handle that tension about, we have a young generation who are looking for opportunities which are not enough. We have our retirees who also need to remain active, and we are suggesting that perhaps we need to give them opportunity. How do we balance that as a continent? Uh, sorry, I, did I mute you? Sorry, go ahead, Mr. Lunkile. Do you hear me, ma'am? Yes, now I hear. <laughs>
2: All right, thank you very much. Uh, I was was saying, it's correct that um, when teachers come off to the retirement age, they should retire. Mm -hmm. That is very true. To open room for the new upcoming teachers to take Mm -hmm. up seats in the profession. That is is correct. Mm -hmm. But uh, the other thing that the government could do is to actually take those teachers who are retiring, and make them a pool of advisors. Mm-hmm. And, and, and 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 perhaps give them a stipend mm-hmm. where when they, when they they become active in a certain advisory capacity. For instance, they might be asked you to, to say, come and, and, and do a workshop on financial management in a school, or mm-hmm. come and do this, uh, come and run this workshop if you still want to. Those who want they can actually mm-hmm. be, be be used there. Those who, who, mm-hmm. who want to, to, to take part. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 saying this because I'm I'm always concerned in South Africa, mm-hmm. in our country. When when a president uh retires mm-hmm. president of the country goes away, he, he he just vanishes into thin air. Mm-hmm. He doesn't advise the sitting president. You don't see him taking part. Mm-hmm. He's, he's taken cut off You see, Mm -hmm. put uh, on another field, and then the sitting president decides on on himself as Mm -hmm. though he knows everything. But there was a person sitting before him, Mm -hmm. you see. So the same thing applies here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some people become ministers of education Mm -hmm. without being practitioners in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So in in, in matters that need uh, classroom knowledge, Mm -hmm. we might invite retired teachers listen to them making input and then mm-hmm. taking that input and making a national, solu- uh, a national solution, you see? But, 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 but now, retired teachers just, are just thrown away with their experience and knowledge uh, without it being used. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe we, 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 we might uh, influence the, the, the governments mm-hmm. to actually make a pool of them, uh, that has got benefits uh, on both ends mm-hmm. the government mm-hmm. will get uh, advice from experienced people and also those uh, uh, retired teachers will get something for them to 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 to, to, to survive
1: great i that's, think i think that's what i to mindfulness Yes, I think what you're saying resonates with one of the chats that had been shared earlier on by a teacher from Rwanda, um, he, uh, Mr Xavier, who is a, a teacher. He says, uh, like one of the panelists said, retired teachers, are, as you are still useful. We need your experience. We need your support. And like some suggested in our district, that is, as I said, they recently visited some of the retired teachers in their districts um, and, 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 uh, and to just have conversation with them and so mr xavier says uh maybe aims ttp that is the aims teacher training program that organised that visit should look into it because the retired teachers that they met over this weekend suggested that they would like to come into some of those in-service trainings and be given an opportunity to share uh, with us, junior teachers, some basic skills of being a good teacher. And I think this this really is sound, as you're saying, it's not something that is unique to teachers. I mean, uh, when somebody has blazed a path, Uh, There are things that that person discovers in the process. You know where the potholes are. You know where the high points are, where the low points are. And perhaps the system could be more efficient if the person who comes after you don't have to discover them afresh you know, and instead be able to glean from the person that went ahead. And I think I'm just reflecting, I'm just thinking aloud as I'm listening to you. And I'm just thinking that perhaps in other contexts, like, uh, let's say, in the Western context, um, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, you see a pattern where there's a lot of book writing. So people sit and write books personal books, a number of books that have been written by teachers. And through those books, they share their experiences and their knowledge and what they have discovered about A, B, C, D. And so in that culture, then the younger teachers, one way they would benefit is perhaps by reading those books. And by reading those books, they're able to glean and draw from the people who went ahead of them. And sometimes, as a result of this person publishing a book, many times you'll find this person being invited back to speak on the basis of that that he has captured in the book. But now taking it back to the African context, just listening to you now, I'm just thinking, you know, as Africans, our culture is not so much past perhaps writing and reading. Our culture is engaging, having conversations, talking to one another, you know, sitting around the fire and having conversations like in the olden days where the gra- grandchildren would sit down and listen to the older, uh, I mean, to their grandparents. So I think what you are saying and what Madame Goretti has been saying and perhaps echoed by Xavier is that we need to see a parallel to, if even if Mr. Lungile did not write a book, Mr. Lungila is working within the community. We can bring him into our school and have a session where he shares his experience about ABCD because not all teachers are going to be able to get to boards, chairman or boards of of, um, committees and all that. So I think this is a real fresh idea and it actually has a cultural connection to who we are as Africans. We may not write the books, but if invited, we can be able to share. And what we're saying, if we can make this a culture, if we can make this a practice, it can really add value at different levels within the education sector. And again, when you look at the the Western context, they talk a lot about mentorship. They talk a lot about coaches. And in most cases, the mentors, the teacher mentors, and the teacher coaches are people who have gone ahead. So I think we just need to Look again, as you're saying, within the African context, there's opportunity to draw value. And I I will commit, as as somebody has suggested, because I lead a teacher training program, that definitely we're going to look into trying to identify some of the retired teachers and bringing them into our training program so that they can have conversations. And during that time, yes, that contribution needs to be recognized. It must not be you know, done for free. There needs to be some stipend that recognizes that effort. So I think this is something worth thinking about. It culturally connects with who we are as Africans, sitting down and listening to the older people and drawing life from them. So very, very interesting. Um, and, and, and perhaps... Maybe we should walk the talk now. I'm going to come back and ask us now. We have teachers here who are young teachers who are listening to us, and and uh, as you say, there are things that you both, each one of you, hold dear to your heart as aspects that you believe every teacher um, should have sight of. And so I'm going to come back to each one of you and ask you to share some words of wisdom. We're going to pretend we are sitting around that fire and you are the two um um sages in the in in the community and all of us here who are still teaching are sitting and listening to you so i wanted to be thinking about if you were to um if you were to advise any teacher thinking back to your um to your years of teaching and it could be things to do with the classroom it could be things to do with how the classrooms connected back to family and how that is influencing who you are currently as a teacher. I'm going to come back to that. But before we do that, I'm going to ask us to take a short break as we listen to this week's news. Uh, and then um, we come back to some words of wisdom from the two of you to the young teachers who are currently listening.
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is is Teachers Talk Radio News.
4: In a press release issued today, the UK government announces new expert attendance advisers are to begin work to reduce pupil absence. The advisers are described as having decades of first-hand experience and will work with local authorities and multi-academy trusts who've been identified as having the potential to benefit from support. The Department for Education has also identified schools with some of the greatest decreases in absence rates over a five-year period prior to the pandemic and invited them to share their approach with other schools in the coming weeks and months. Schools Minister Robin Walker said in the statement, The Department is channelling all its efforts to provide support and guidance to help schools and trusts to take action to increase attendance. He did, however, also recognise that COVID is still with us and is causing some unavoidable absence, but that this made it even more important to take action to address avoidable absence from school. The press release outlined that the new advisers would draw on their expertise as former head teachers and local authority leaders to support with approaches tailored to school's individual needs. This could include advice on how data and partnership working could improve or, how local authorities can make sure all parts of their services are focused on breaking down the barriers to attendance. In the northeast of England, the Evening Chronicle reports that automotive giant Nissan has used evidence to a House of Lords Committee on Youth and Employment to highlight what it sees as shortfalls in the national curriculum. The report states that Nissan has hit out at the disastrous education system in the UK which it says does not equip young people for jobs in manufacturing and engineering. The House of Lords committee has sent a long list of recommendations to the government to tackle what it calls a blight on our society. This includes a call for the appointment of a young people's commissioner to champion the voice of people aged 16 to 24. The committee also highlights the UK youth unemployment rate, which, at 11.7%, is worse than many other comparable countries and added that 70% of job losses during the pandemic were of people under the age of 25. In a statement, the chair of the committee, Lord Shipley, said, our report is about harnessing the talents of every young person and giving them the skills they need to get a good job and a sustainable career. Finally, with the Christmas break approaching, head teachers are reported in an article in The Eye to be calling the request to set up COVID-19 testing stations in schools not reasonable. They say government have left schools with too little time to order test kits to be used upon the return of pupils after the Christmas break. The request came in an email from the Department for Education on Friday, with a deadline for ordering tests set for Tuesday next week. Julie McCulloch, Director of Policy at the Teaching Union ASCL, said that whilst testing was important in reducing the risk of transmission of the virus, the responsibility for managing the testing should shift to public health authorities with schools limited to providing space for test centres and communicating with students. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio weekend news.
1: Yes, that's our Teachers Talk Radio weekend news. Of course, a lot of that conversation is about what's going on in the UK. And um, there's quite a bit that we can draw on. Uh, one of the things that jumped out to me is when they talked about harnessing the talents of young people. And the parallel of that, we are also saying, yes, indeed, let's also look at how to harness the talents and the wealth of knowledge amongst the older people in this case in our context the retired teachers uh before we go into the conversation about what are some of your three top advice that you could give teachers i just want to go back to our chat i can see there's a young teacher who recently joined teaching in india who's been trying to call so if you're still online and if you have your headphone on or earphone on please call in yes we'd like to hear your comment all the way from india so please feel free to call in i will accept your call but you the only condition for any call is that you must have headphones on or earphones on because Otherwise we'll have echo. So if you have your earphone on, please call in. I like, I've seen a number of your comments here. You're talking about, you know, uh, we should not, uh, teachers must try not to depend on a single source of income and not to fully depend on government. and, And you're also acknowledging that book writing and getting royalty is a nice idea. And yes, this is already happening in other parts of the world. And you're also challenging us that due to globalization, African culture is changing gradually, indeed. It's changing gradually so yes there's opportunity for us to write but there are certain things that we also want to keep going and drawing on in terms of our african culture so quite some comments there i also want to just read a comment from again um i don't know whether it was francis or it was james um who was echoing some of the things that you have said it he was saying it is important to emphasize that retirement is not an end by itself it is actually um It is actually um, the beginning of another life outside the usual routine you are used to. Every retiree should have an exit plan. So the question is, what's your exit plan? I'll come back to that. Let me just invite our guest from India. Hello, hello. Can you hear me?
5: Hello, ma'am, how are you?
1: I'm fine, welcome. Thank you for calling online and you've been very active with your comments. So throw in your two cents in today's conversation.
5: Yeah, so what I got to know that uh, you are asking about uh, the uh, how the retired teacher can uh, you know, can can enjoy their life after retirement. Uh, mm-hmm. You are talking about mm-hmm. financial freedom, I guess. Uh, yes. So yeah, I, yes. I, I and I listened from other uh, participants. Uh, one told about a pension scheme. Yes, the government must introduce the pension fund and all. And uh, the government, see, many things uh, the government has to do. And at the same time, the, the educators, the teachers, they should not depend on always the government because we know the government has not enough resources. Government has to develop you know, the infrastructure in the country. And the countries like Africa and all, they are not, you know, many part of the world, you know, I mean many countries, we have less resources. We are investing on defense on Mm -hmm. other things but we cannot you know invest much more of our gdp to the education sector Mm -hmm. so we Mm -hmm. cannot expect uh, expect much more from the government side if if the pension fund is there so can we say they will uh, fix a interest rate of 8 percent or 10 percent annual interest rate on that fund or even 12 percent if not then why will not invest those money in stock market in in, in, in in let's say bitcoin let's say other you know interesting things the new new uh, things are coming we can we can invest those some part of the money like sip programs are there systematic investment plans we can invest second thing as i uh, earlier i mentioned we cannot uh, you know depend on the single source of income no from the day mm-hmm. one see in my country mm-hmm. there is a new mm-hmm. new education policy that is that has been introduced in last year in 2020 in that uh, policy, the government is trying to to implement the literacy. You know, the one is that is called uh, literacy education or like sorry, financial literacy. Yeah, this is financial literacy. This is compulsory for the school students. If the financial literacy is compulsory for school students, so we see we are you know we are discussing these things. We are in very late. The teachers must know about their financial literacy. What is how they have to manage the fund from the early days while they are joining a school or college or university. From the day one. And uh, see, this is very vital. And you have uh, mentioned very rightly, these days, you know, nuclear family has being uh, uh, there and the purchasing power should be increased. So many things are there. So so I, I, I can say uh, we cannot depend on, you know, uh the government fully but at the same time we have to start our own business yes book writing nice thing see why we are thinking that our book will be read by the african people why not your book will be read by the uk people why not your book will be read by myself me from india see if you are publishing book on online internet platform anywhere you you can get some dollar you can get money so, you know, the world is very, you know, small these days. So anything can be, you know, money, generating money, these days is simple, but we need idea. And, uh, yeah, other business we can invest. We can, we can, we can, uh, yeah. Uh, in any type of business, anything is must, we must think about other source of income, any type of business which is suitable for, to our profession, where we can, we can do the things. So th- these are the things and pension scheme i appreciate pension and uh, other things like insurance policy many social security schemes are there by the government and but the respective government should invest uh, more uh, you know money in the in the budget annual budget for the education yes. for the teachers yes. for the teachers there must be a separate scheme for the retired teachers like that and also there are two types of teachers basically in my country one is you know who are working in the government under the government public universities or schools or colleges and there are some other teachers who are working in private schools i mean the schools are running by the you know individual people the i mean the businessmen
1: yes, okay. private, so, yes private schools Yes. yeah
5: so we, we have to consider on both the types of teachers yeah and uh, this is yes. a valid question that uh, from the day one from nowadays we have to uh, think about uh, from the retirement time what will happen because inflation will be sure it will happen for sure inflation and uh, yeah private uh, see another thing one can ask one can say like we can we can uh, reemploy the retired teachers into the system once again but it, it may not be possible if we bring the retired teachers to the system once again then the unemployment rate will be high gradually how to yes. manage those yes. things also so many yeah. things are there yeah. I must i must say teachers must focus on business also and thank you uh, thank you yes thank you thank you ma'am
1: thank you really good really great insights um all the way from india um i think what we are saying is things are changing quite a bit and perhaps, uh, and it's not a new idea, but it's something that we need to look at what it means To not just focus on one source of funding or how to save from what we are getting and diversify the savings so that it's not just our pension scheme but you're also looking at what are other potential investments that we could build into early enough so that by the time we're retiring we can draw fruits from them and just i like the challenge the challenge that was presented about even as we think about some of these things like for example if 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 you're thinking about writing books which is a good idea right now because of the sense of globalization—we have the whole globe uh, to engage with, and 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 we've had—it's time perhaps to change the tide, where, for example, a lot of books came from the other part of the world to us. But what we have been challenged, which I believe is really in in place, is there's so much, there's so many lessons that we draw that are unique from our own experiences as Africa's teachers. So when we sit to finally put our books together, we must not just think about the continent, we must think about the globe. And out of that, of course, expand the space and the opportunity for, for engagement and getting resources. So Madam Goretti, the work you're doing with counseling students, really good. But I think what the challenge that is coming is, how do you package that, that it lives beyond you, and perhaps is able to touch children beyond your neighborhood? So these are just challenges to us. I think I was reminded when I was growing up, my mother, as I said, was a teacher, and she, she was a teacher with great, uh, I would say, aspirations. Uh, she took us, um, me, me being the first one, she took me from a public school into a private school, as has been mentioned. And it was one of the top private schools in that district. She definitely could not afford it. But she felt persuaded that was the way to go. And the only way she managed it was that, yes, she was getting her teaching uh, she was getting her salary but then she would be selling other things i know at some point she was selling vegetables when she back when she's back from school at some point she was selling clothes would go on saturday with her to the market to sell clothes at some point you know she had somebody tailoring for her so that was years 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 back and perhaps those were the business ideas that she could get access to. But it is only by doing that, that truly she was able then to give us the kind of education, especially that she wanted us to get. And so what we're saying is that as teachers, uh, our, we have to think about how to be creative in investing our funds. And perhaps starting when we are still teaching is a good idea, because then we learn the ropes and we still have a safe net because we are still teaching and perhaps getting our salary. So there's quite some insight there shared by our fellow teacher from India. Quite some insight. I remember this, um, this 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 uh, show is recorded. One can always come back and listen to it again. So I was going to um, I was reading a comment from James that was saying so I'll just finish. He was saying part of what he was saying is but to avoid sinking in depression, teacher retirees need to have support system which comprises of their peers. They need to be networking and meeting from time to time. The government should build capacity for retirees. So that's a really interesting part, the part of the support system, the part of teacher peers, uh, retirees, meeting together and having conversations. I haven't come across any such network, at least that I know of, but I think it's quite a brilliant idea. And perhaps I want to pass on the mic to Mr. Lungire, Think about that aspect of networking. Maybe make a comment about that, even as you share one or two pieces of nuggets to the younger teachers. Words of wisdom from you as we move towards the close of the show today. Um, I've unmuted you, sorry.
2: Okay, do you hear me now, way? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, thank you very much, Wei. um the first element that a teacher should possess. Mm-hmm is the genuine love for the learners Mm -hmm. and their learning. Mm -hmm. That's the first one. A teacher must love the learners, genuinely so, and must also love teaching. Mm -hmm. That's the first one. The second one is, a teacher should be a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. The terrain we are standing on keeps changing. So the teacher must learn how to adapt to a a new knowledge how to adopt this and how to adapt to it and, 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 take part in it, uh, 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 uh effectively. Uh, also teachers must always be looking for technology mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. make use of it because there's always technology. My, my, my shortcoming was using a computer because mm-hmm. there, there were no computers at our time. So that was my, 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 my handicap. Uh, but, but I think now, teachers must embrace uh, the use of computers. I uh, hear in South Africa they are speaking of 4IR. Four mm-hmm. The fourth industrial revolution. Yeah, so they, they, they must adopt, uh, adopt that and adapt to it. Then mm-hmm. the last one. Yeah, the, 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 the last one, and very important one. The, 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 the strength of a teacher is planning. The teacher must plan his work thoroughly mm-hmm. and know what is going to happen in class because mm-hmm. the learners are unruly it's mm-hmm. easy for them to offset you if you are mm-hmm. not prepared you may not even know why you, you are in class mm-hmm. So you must start with, with, with a thorough preparation, preparation and take mm-hmm. a, 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 and and present it to the learners the last one is that uh, teachers need to be active in teacher unions mm mm-hmm teacher unions are actually the channel through which teachers can uh, uh, push their ideas into the chamber where, mm-hmm. where teacher matters are discussed by the government. Mm-hmm. So uh, everything that teachers um, experience they must take it to their meetings, meetings of their unions, and then they must mm-hmm. be taken up. Mm-hmm. But, but what we notice, and I'm concerned about that, is that the, the 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 leaders who mend the union they actually mm-hmm. become the ones who tell the members mm-hmm. they don't listen to the members they they actually mm-hmm. tell the members we must do this we must do this such that what the members experience cannot go forward to be heard mm-hmm. by the losing. Yeah, thank you very much, Madam. I think that, 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 that's all I wanted to say on this aspect
3: thank you thank you
1: great pieces of nugget there you know you must love 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 you know teaching from the heart first instead of just from the mind the heart and the mind being involved in the teaching lifelong learning lifelong learning being you know you you can't stagnate because if you stagnate things will pass you so being able to see the changes and running with it and adopting it and then we've talked about technology as a resource that we can use to make our teaching and learning better and and then we've talked about planning and actually in our last show we said we want to have a show where we will be talking about planning looking for looking at tools like lesson plans how do we plan and ensure that the planning actually Uh, leads to not just teaching but learning so really nice that you brought that up and then you brought up the issue of how do we get our ideas to the policy makers to the chambers the decision makers and one of the avenues for that are the teacher unions and how do we make sure that teacher unions the teacher leaders actually work for us and not impose their thoughts on us i think one of the shows we should have and i'm looking forward i think i have a few contacts about teachers in teachers union is a conversation about what's currently going on with teacher unions what what the landscape seems to be changing quite a bit so i think it will be a very interesting conversation to have in a future show so quite some interesting pieces of nugget there Goretti i'm going to come back to you i mean i'm i'm I'm, Over to you for your pieces of nugget. What are some of the key advice, three top key advice that you could give the younger teachers? A majority of our listeners today are actually teachers from Rwanda. So what are those three pieces of advice that you could quickly pass on to these younger teachers? Madam Goretti.
3: Thank you very much, madam. Thank you very much. Now, this gentleman Mm -hmm. from South Africa has said everything, but to add on some 3, one mm-hmm. these young teachers you know all that that gentleman has said can be reached if a teacher has mm-hmm. got a goal and these are the goals mm-hmm. one you teacher you must realize that you are a special human being in the society mm-hmm. you are handling a noble profession you mm-hmm. are an unprecedented emissary to the mm-hmm. public mm-hmm. you are preparing people Giving uh-huh. people skills and information and knowledge uh-huh. to uh-huh. go and remake the world. Uh-huh. Change your country and the world at large positively. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the longer you stay in the teaching profession, uh-huh. you continue seeing, you know, I call it knots you have tied around the world. Uh-huh. Because when you have children you taught and now they're uh-huh. handling different areas around the world, those are mm-hmm. the notes you have there, you have tied mm-hmm. them there. So We have to know what we, ha- we have to do for the world, mm-hmm. and we undergo whatever we have to do as teachers to reach those goals. Mm-hmm. Because right now, my dear madam, for us mm-hmm. we are going, mm-hmm. the world will remain in the hands of those we brought up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, what skills, what knowledge? What information Mm -hmm. did we Mm -hmm. give them to keep Mm -hmm. this world alive after we have gone? Mm -hmm. Wow. Me, wherever you go around the world, I mean, I have people I taught, they Mm -hmm. all rejoice and are glad for the information I gave them. Yes. And I'm glad about that.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. A real great, a real great um, word of inspiration there as teachers we have been pre- we are privileged to actually be in a noble profession of shaping lives shaping destinies destinies not just for young people but ultimately destinies for our countries and the world at large how we teach has a direct impact on the quality of life not just in terms of wealth but in terms of values and overall quality and so that as madam goretti says is something we must carry with ourselves and know that it is our privilege and i want to just touch on that as we end the show by reading a poem that um i came across on um from from the internet which was a uh, title we are your garden by kelly roper and this is uh, a poem that uh, to our teachers to the teachers uh, on retirement so this is what it says as our teacher you planted the seeds of learning in us. You nurtured us with the water of knowledge and fed us with your creativity and enthusiasm. You pruned us when we got off track and shined the sunlight of your approval on us. And now it is time to reap the harvest. The harvest you've tended so carefully over your career. You earned your retirement. You've earned your retirement we are your garden, sit back now and watch us grow. So that's a poem by Kelly Cooper. And I think it is speaking to us, them teachers who are retiring, uh, but it's also speaking to us teachers who are still teaching that we are currently tending a garden. And at some point we will be able to sit back and watch our garden grow, as Madame Goretti said, we'll be able to see the fruits of our labor running the show. If you're looking at the president and you're thinking, oops, that was my student. Anytime he does something really well, you're like, yay, that's part of what I contributed to. And equally, when the person does something really bad, you feel a little disappointed because perhaps uh, you think there's a weed, there's a weed that grew somewhere after I planted the right seed. So I think being a teacher is a, a very noble um, and a very a very noble uh, profession. It has its, um, I mean, as they always say, it's not all about the money, um, <clears throat> uh, because teachers necessarily are not the most paid people, but it has the potential to bring a lot of satisfaction. Just walking around and seeing what we have contributed in making, because every profession. Has our hands as teachers, so this has been a real great show. Listening to all of us, people are throwing in their thoughts um, and having conversations about what it what it means to retire, things that we need to look out for, and also things that we could do better to ensure that by the time we are retiring, we actually have that complete life. And as as Madame Goretti said, yes, we retire, but we are still useful. That's what we are aiming for we retire but we are still useful as the two have really demonstrated so i just want to say a very special thank you to all our live listeners but also a very very special thank you to mr lungile all the way from south africa joining us and sharing his thoughts and words of wisdom i believe we have a lot to chew on and we look forward for more conversation i want to salute madam goretti right here with me in kigali being able to step in and as she says she's a horse of experience and indeed we have been able to see that keep doing what you're doing and we're going to look forward to reaching out to you even more so that we can actually draw draw life from you as retired teachers and create an opportunity for for cross-pollination this has been our sunday afternoon show of course when it is sunday afternoon you are listening to your very own Uh, Dr. Herino Tieno, Africa's own education doctor and education evangelist. It's time to say over and out, thank you for all of us who joined from other parts of the world. This is me saying bye until next Sunday.
0: You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time